Topics that concern your life, your community, and your safety. This is 5-0-Info on Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Here's what you need to know. Hello and welcome to the 5-0 Info Show. I'm your host, Lieutenant Vince Lewis of the Phoenix Police Department Public Affairs Bureau. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host, PIO Sergeant Robert Scherer. Welcome back. Thanks, boss. Good to be back. It's always great to have you. Hey, love getting back in. Official co-host, yeah. so I'm good well, to speaking go. speaking of co-host, the show that I took over for, the original host is here joining us, Ryan Cody from the uh, Phoenix Police Continuous Improvement Unit. Yeah, excellent. Thank you. Yeah, right. you're so, welcome. Well, they continually improve that title, so I have to... It has changed several times over the yeah. last couple of years, but this is one where we're settled on now. It's a Continuous Improvement Unit is a one unit inside the Organizational Integrity Bureau, and we, we do a lot of things there, uh, specifically in Continuous Improvement is a lot of new policy writing, um, you know, searching best practices throughout the nation to make sure that we are industry standard uh, up to par where we should be as the fifth largest city in America. Uh, this is what our, our residents deserve. And so this unit has been stood up uh, by Chief Sullivan, and we're excited to keep doing the work that we feel like is very important. Yeah, it's great because over time, uh, I've been here 25 years, Rob, you've been here a while. A um, so what we've <laughs> strived to do is exactly what Chief Sullivan put a name to. We're self-reflective, we're self-assessing, mm -hmm. And we implement the changes that we see. Now that we have an organized uh, section of the department to take that on for us, it's given us a name to something that we've done culturally within our department for quite a while. Yeah, and it's not, it, it, what is it, it comes down to is, it's not just talking the talk, we're actually walking the walk. Mm -hmm. and, and we need to make sure that we're doing that because that is what the people in Phoenix deserve. Uh, we need to be the best police department in the nation. We feel like we are. We feel like we have been. And this is just another avenue to make sure that we're holding ourselves accountable and being transparent and doing all the right things. So we do these things for the right reasons, regardless of the outcome, because we know that in the end, it's going to make us a better department, more deserving of what the community expects from their policing. Yeah, let's talk about some of those forward thinking, because it's it's kind of it's got to be neat personally for you, Ryan, to to be part of. Um, a continuous improvement. Literally, your title in this bureau is to look forward, get better at all times, every day, every month, every year. Uh, what are some things that you guys are doing from that bureau right now, uh, maybe specific to this month, maybe specific to meetings once you get into a little bit of that? Yeah, we feel like that part of it is essential and it, it will continue as time goes on. But specifically what we're doing right now, uh, it's no secret, this department is under a Department of Justice investigation. And a lot of the things that we're doing is being proactive in making sure that if there's an area where we can improve, whether it is related to one of the five focus areas of the DOJ investigation or not, that's something that we're prioritizing. We're making sure that we're doing that research. We're speaking to other police departments, other jurisdictions across the nation, and having those industry standard best practices, that, that's what our residents deserve. And so, yeah, we're, we're, we're focusing on that. But in, as you mentioned, what we're doing this month specifically, we're, we're taking our show on the road uh, and we're doing a bit of a roadshow community meetings in regard to the Department of Justice investigation uh, where we have... We're doing one community meeting for each precinct in the city. Um, and on top of that, we had reached out to 
various local community groups, about 40 or 50 of those groups, and offered to give the same presentation to those groups as well. And, and many of them, well over a dozen, have taken us up on that. So part of this meeting is not only to give uh, folks an update on where we are in the Department of Justice investigation, but also to let everyone know about these reforms and this continuous improvement that this journey that we've been on now since long before the DOJ was ever mentioned here in, in Phoenix, and, and you two having been here for multiple decades can attest to that. Th this has been something that the Phoenix Police Department has been striving to do for a long time. Yeah. Uh, a lot of, we're just putting a name to it now um, because Chief Sullivan arrived and, and, and rightfully so thought that that was a good idea to do. Um, so in regard to those meetings, if, if you will, allow me to just have a quick plug on, on where we're at and, and what we're going to be doing moving forward. So we've done three of them so far as we sit here right now. We're, we're middle of January at this point. Um, we've done them in the Black Mountain Precinct, the Central City Precinct, and the Mountain View Precinct. So upcoming, we have the South Mountain Precinct will be January 25th. This is at 630 uh, at the South Mountain Library. Then the Cactus Park Precinct is January 29th. That's a six o'clock meeting at the Both Community Center, which is on Pinnacle Peak Road. The Desert Horizon Precinct is January 30th at 6.30. That'll be at the Sunny Slope Community Center. And then the Maryvale Estrella Precinct is January 31st at 6.30. That's the Desert West Senior Center. And what I'm reading off right here for those watching us uh, on, on camera, uh, there's actually a, a flyer we have on our social media channels right now at Phoenix Police where you can go and see the exact dates, times, addresses, and we welcome you to be there. And the reason for that is because we have nothing to hide. Uh, you deserve to hear what's been going on so far in this investigation. You also deserve to ask questions. And, and that's part of what we're doing here is we're, we're giving you an update on where we are, what we think is going to happen next, and then also open up the floor for questions. Um, doesn't really matter what your opinion is. Uh, we welcome all of it. And those questions will be answered by one of our assistant chiefs, Brian Chapman, uh, who is the assistant chief in charge of handling a lot of these DOJ requests, as well as Chief Assistant City Attorney T.J. Martin, who is the city attorney who is directly responsible for responding to all DOJ requests in this investigation. So you're hearing directly from the, the mouths face-to-face -face of those who are directly involved in this investigation, and we feel like that's that's important. That's what you deserve. So these are policymakers. These are change makers. These are people empowered with the ability to take what's being said and what's being given, process that, and turn it into real change. That's right. Yeah, and and a lot of times this this format of we're asking you for your response to these individuals, it rings true in a lot of the things that we're doing now and all of our our policies, our major policies that are changed at this point. Uh, we're giving the community an opportunity to give comments, give feedback, and we make substantive changes based on that feedback. One good example is our use of force policy 1.5, which several months ago we put out to the public, and we received over 800 comments from folks who live in Phoenix, who live in Arizona, from people who live outside of Arizona, as well as the Department of Justice, and we used those comments in order to make substantive changes to this policy. So that's just another example of why we're doing meetings like this. So some of the uh, feedback that you're getting, um, good, bad, indifferent, can you encapsulate some of that? Yeah, it, it, it's a wide range. Um, obviously, you know, when you talk to someone in the general public, um, it's, it's a, 
I don't want to say it's a divisive, being a police officer is not a divisive thing, uh, but it can be polarizing to some folks in the community of how they feel about law enforcement. And we welcome all of it. And we've seen a wide range of it. We, we've seen uh, folks come in and they just want to make a comment about, thank you. We appreciate your service. We appreciate what you do. We've also heard folks come in and say, hey, we wish you could be better in this area. And how can you prove to me that you are being better? Uh, and Chief Chapman does a great job of answering those questions. Again, we have nothing to hide. So we're happy to, to field these questions, to answer these questions. And if there's something specifically that we did not have the answer to, there's also representatives there from the city who can take your information. And we are striving to get you that information as soon as possible. Yeah, one of the things that I remember growing up in the organization was that we had tools and tactics that we used quite often with some success, uh, specifically the uh, carotid control uh, mm -hmm. technique, which is the neck restraint, and the uh, baton, the side handle baton. Everybody remembers the iconic you know, police baton. But this is 2024. We should move beyond you know, using sticks on people and, and using those, those types of techniques that we know are uh, can be uh, detrimental and don't necessarily help when there's other advanced tools and tactics that we can use. And all of that has been a shift in the way that we police. And it's largely driven by the community's input and what's going on. We're reading the headlines. We're talking to other organizations. We're sharing information, but we're also learning from others. So that interaction, that conversation is actually helping to shape future policing. Do you see that, some of that, Rob? Yeah, absolutely. And I think it encapsulates what your bureau does. I mean, having it, again, going back to it, having that bureau that is there to specifically look forward, um, make those changes that the commonplace thing that was when we started, um, and I say we you got a little bit more time on, but back when we started, those things that were the norm, changing to not only um, make us better, but make us more um, not acceptable, just approachable by by the public and those people that kind of view us as polarizing, um, you know, where where you don't have anything to hide and, and these community meetings don't either. As patrol officers, we, we want to be in that same vein. Um, and that's what's great about about these meetings without giving the full presentation up, because um, obviously we encourage people to go to be part of this and be an active, active participant in this whole process. What can people expect from from this this uh, this presentation by chief. We hope that what people hear when they come to these meetings is that the Phoenix Police Department is being proactive and we are making changes and have been making changes long before any Department of Justice investigation was announced. We actually outlined many of these changes. We'll give you a timeline when they started. I mean, for example, uh, the body-worn camera pilot program started in 2013, fully implemented in 2019. We go into the process of how that started, uh, what we did before fully implementing it, and how it works now. I mean, that's just one example of the many things that this department has done over the years to improve. And that's a piece of technology. I heard you say, you know, it's 2024, right? So why are we not getting with the times? We are. Uh, and as technology improves, that's always an opportunity in any industry to look forward and how can we use this to better serve the public? Because really that's what it comes down to is, is service. That, that's what we do. That's why we exist. And there was a report that just came out, am I correct, that encaps, that, that kind of summarizes the changes, uh, some of the um, things that have already been implemented leading up to prior to DOJ's uh, arrival and uh, going forward. Are you familiar with that? Report? Yes. So this this report was authored by our one of our outside um, attorneys. Uh, and what that does is it's called Phoenix Police, the Road to Reform. And this report 
is about 50 pages long. It outlines many of the improvements that we've made over the years, dating back, you know, at least 10 years. Um, and, and that's a proactive way to let the, the public know, to let the Department of Justice know all the things that we have been doing and that we have had a continuous improvement mindset for years. Uh, this is a report that you have the opportunity to read. Any, anybody does. You can find that on phoenix.gov DOJ, which is also a great resource to see, um, you know, to be able to contact the Department of Justice, to be able to contact us, to see many of the reforms that we've been doing, and also to take a look at, uh, you know, this community calendar update that, that I was telling you about previously. This is a great resource if you have any questions about the Department of Justice investigation. Again, that's phoenix.gov slash DOJ, and that report that you mentioned is also a part of that. So we, we wanted the public and the Department of Justice to understand all the things that we've been doing. And this is just a proactive measure. We're not sitting around on our hands waiting for uh, the DOJ to finish their investigation. Uh, it's incumbent on us making sure that we are getting out in, fr in front of it as well. So we're not going into this with the argumentative position that we're fine, go away. We're, we're going to opposite. do this our, ourselves. We don't need any oversight. We don't need any influence. That's not our position. Quite the opposite. I, I would say that what the, a big reason that we're doing it is to say, A, as we've mentioned, we have nothing to hide. And B, we recognize that mistakes have been made in the past. And we exist to, to fix those mistakes and to prove how we're going to fix them and to track that we are fixing them. So that way there's proof moving forward that what we're doing is working. Yeah, no, it's, it's um, these meetings, uh, you know, I imagine you've been to a few, they're, they're successful. Um, you're accomplishing that goal and I congratulate your bureau on that, on this whole process. Yeah, thanks. Uh, we're just about out of time and I want to thank you, Ryan, uh, for joining us. Ryan Cody for joining us to uh, give us an update on that. Um, get that information by going to phoenix.gov slash DOJ. I want to thank my co-host, Sergeant Rob Shearer. As usual, boss, I'm here thank, when you uh, tell me to be. Absolutely. <laughs> thank our producer, Pablo, and assistant, Bart. You can follow us on all social media platforms. And uh, remember, you can help fight crime in your area and your neighborhood by sending tips to Silent Witness. Visit silentwitness.org or call 480-WITNESS. And uh, until next time, remember, we're all in this together. You've been listening to 50 Info on Arizona's news station, KTAR News 92.3 FM. For more about Silent Witness, go to silentwitness.org. That's silentwitness.org. Or call 480-WITNESS. That's 480-948-6377. 